Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Coming at you from inside our Toronto Mike Studios, Jason Portwondo, Donovan Bailey, the man who is running things. Wagwan. Another day, man. Another day. I've been hot. I've been hot for a while. You've been hot. I've been looking, I've been looking wow. forward looking forward to having a conversation with you today, man. Jeez. Uh, today, it's but it's uh it's it's good. I mean, you know what? I'm actually not that um, you know, uh, disappointed in the weather outside, so I can't I can't be uh, I can't be too upset. All right. Man came in, nostrils flaring, horns are blaring. <laughs> the man is ready to go. I don't know. Hopefully that. you are as well. You know the drill when it comes to this podcast, be a part of it. I don't care what or who your podcast provider is. Just, you know, download, share, like, follow, subscribe. This is where it's at. And I feel like we've got a good one this week. Our first topic is this. Buchanan with the cross in towards Alfonso Davies! He missed the penalty in the opener. He makes amends today. Canada's history-making moment. Unfortunately, that was it for the Canadians. The lone goal they scored versus Croatia. But for you, my man, the game takes a backseat because you want to talk about something that happened leading up to that matchup involving Canada's coach. Yeah, John Herdman. Um, okay, let's start. I'll start it this way. Okay. John, you have an ally in me. Um, I think that he's got a lot of flack and a lot of criticism over how he prepared his team. And I think it's crazy um, that uh, he's getting criticism when he's preparing these young men to do something that's never been done before. I mean, you know, for me, sometimes this is where technology or a phone doesn't belong in my living room, doesn't belong in my house. You understand me? So, uh, you know, a big part of the criticisms that he got, I don't think he deserved it. No. Uh, I think that it's very, I, I, you know, I don't, like, like, it, you're trying to prepare someone, pr- prepare a group of young men to do something. Canada's never, um, been, Canada's never been, uh, you know, uh, a World Cup champion, right? No, they've only been to one in '86. That is my point, right? And and so 
as a trailblazer myself, I know that you're going to receive some bullets. So you're going to take some criticism when you're trying to change the mindset of athletes. Uh, you're trying to change the environment uh, to a winning one. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to prepare these kids to let them know that they belong on the stage. Uh, you know what? I, here's here's one of the things that I loved about. Let's just, I'll, I'll discuss the first game. Canada walked away from the Belgium game and was disappointing that they didn't win. Now, no, they played well enough to win. But 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 but, but understand my point. Mm-hmm. Canada walked away and was disappointed that they didn't win. Now you had a top five team versus yeah, top, a top, top 50 two team. team. Yeah, right. Yeah. Top fifty team. Yeah, and 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 I'm saying that uh, you know John did everything that he could do to prepare him, prepare the, those kids for that team for, for for Belgium to let them know that they belong, and he was doing everything that he needed to do to prepare them for Croatia. Imagine this, Jason. One, this is not a criticism or a personal slight against Croatia. Croatia, a country of what, four million people? Put it this way, a football team that made it to the final. No, but but hang on. It's a, in but, 2018. Yeah, but yeah, that's, but you want to talk about geographically. Right, no, I'm just it. saying yeah. to you. So, okay. so a country of probably four million people. Now, these guys don't, they've always considered themselves like, you know, a champion. They've, I mean, think about the culture of Jamaica. Because I, I always, we always talk about patriotism and people coming from a place where, hey, listen, we, we, we look about with Talawa, right? Mm-hmm. If there's another country in the world that uh, they don't care, they're not afraid of anybody, when they get on the pitch, it doesn't matter who's across from them. Uh, it is one of those things. When you think of Jamaica and you think of sprinting or you think how we own track and field, that's how they feel about football. And 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 there was not going to be any sort of different motivation regardless of what uh, John said. It, there was never, because uh, with my Croatian friends, here's what happened. Uh, they said, DB, uh, Canada is playing uh, Croatia. Uh, you know, hey, you know, we're going to beat you guys, right? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, and then... Uh, after John spoke, the same the same text came through from the same group of guys. These are my buddies. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna kill Canada now." I'm just saying that this the different motivation. It, the the motivation is very much the same way on the Croatian side. I just know that John was doing his very best to get these kids prepared physically, mentally, and psychologically to let them know that they belong. Okay, now to back it up a little bit further for mm. those of you who aren't privy to what he's talking about. Head coach John Herdman said, ahead of the game against the Croatians, F Croatia. That's right. what he said. Okay? Right, right. I don't I don't think he meant I don't know for sure, but I can almost guarantee you he didn't mean that personally. He's Absolutely talking about not. regardless of who <laughs> Canada plays, the hell with them. We're gonna give them everything we got. But that's not the way it was interpreted by the Croatians. It made headline news in Croatia. As it should, Every Jason. newspaper had pictures of him right. in an interesting manner. Dude, but, I'm, but hold on. But here's the thing. Why not let a sleeping dog lie? He woke up all of those Croatian players and gave them bulletin material. No, 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 no. no. He didn't wake up any. Croatia was never asleep. No, they weren't asleep. But, geez, if that doesn't no. piss you off and make you want to beat a team even more, yes, I don't know what does. But then we have a team. Then we have a game because this is what it's about. If, if sport, maybe old school sport, 
but sport is what this is about. Okay. John John is preparing right. his team to be invincible on the pitch. The Croatians don't need any more. They don't they don't need okay, any more motivation. Okay, but why not say that to your team behind closed doors? Why in front of the media? Well, maybe the media didn't belong there. That's what I'm saying to you. Maybe I'm saying to you that you're on the greatest stage. Mm-hmm. Clearly, John has uh, is great coach. Oh yeah, and a great leader. And and Jason, here's the thing. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a a, a pretty serious point here. I think that w- there's a lot of armchair quarterbacks that spend a lot of the time criticizing and 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 making comments, whether it's on social media or or conventional media. Right. There's a huge difference, people, when you're playing a sport, and when you're doing a sport. John Herdman is not playing a leader. John Herdman is a leader. Just like Alfonso Davis is a star. He's not playing football. He is a football player, right? And I think that there's a lot of times that people don't really understand that, right? Playing sports is what my kids do, is what your kids do. They, we, they play sports. That's what it is. But when you're doing a sport, when you're at the highest level, when you're on that stage that every single eyeball in the world and every single media house is looking at you, you got to be ready. And for me, John, uh, you're my boy. There's You have an ally in Olympic champion, world champion, world record holder, Donovan Bailey. Yeah. Man, oh, man. We, we could go on <laughs> and on and on and on about this, right? Because We could. We could. We could. We could. But, but, I understand uh, what he was doing. I do. I do. I, I just think that was a comment made for behind closed doors. I don't. But Jason, here's the thing. I am not going to. I'm not going to argue that point with you. I'm, yeah. I'm actually not going to. I'm saying to you that. Yes, maybe. Yeah. Right. I'm saying yes, maybe. But if he's trying to do something that's never been done before, sometimes like you understand this. Sometimes you're in the zone. Yeah. Some, sometimes. And when you're in the zone, you're actually locked into the zone. I get right. what he was trying to do. Right, right. But in a way, to me, it's a double-edged sword. You're pumping up your guys, but you also got Ooh. the other guys thinking, all right, we're going to show you. But that's a game. Because even the headline said, you know, you, you can talk the talk, but do you have the balls to go out there and walk? Yes, walk, but right? I'm saying to you, but that is what the game is all about. That's yeah. why you can go to war on the pitch. And when you're done, guess what those guys did? They exchanged jerseys. That's exactly what the world of sports is supposed oh, to be. Oh, for sure. Right? Exactly. You know, and here's the thing. Amidst all this talk and everyone's hot and all this stuff, Canada actually won. And In I'm terms tell- of? Canada won because there is, a, there, there is a group of young men that know that they belong today. There's a group of young men. They, they went in and they went at Croatia for the first a uh, few minutes. They oh, yeah. they actually went at them. It's clear. We know that Croatia is a better team. We know that Croatia is a deeper team. We know that they have more experience. We know that they have more more guys play, playing in the Premiership. We know that. But I'm saying to you that this for 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 a period of time, these kids went at it. They were they were leading, and they know now that they belong. I'm saying to you that I'm looking forward to the next game because these kids there's a sense of pride uh there's a there's a relaxation uh and 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 these guys can really they can pat themselves on the back knowing that they gave it their all with for belgium which they were disappointed that they that they that they lost uh they obviously probably are disappointed that they lost to croatia but they have learned so many life lessons in what belonging is all about i know that 
every time people ask me this question all the time about about when I knew. 1994, Rome. I had the the fastest sprinters in the world at that time. I was leading the race. I looked around. I ended up coming fourth. But you know what happened in that race? I won because I know that I belonged. And what I'm saying to you is all of these kids, all of these kids now, and John, and the program, and the and Soccer Canada, and all the lady, all the girls and ladies, and all the, the young boys and, and men that are representing this country, they know that at least that they can get there, and when they get there, they've got great leadership to make sure that they can challenge the very best in the sport on that stage. First of all, Herdman, I've got utmost respect for that guy. Right. I think he's the only manager to guide both a women's and men's team to World Cup. Leadership, man. Leadership. Right. Love it. So, not saying World Cup glory. Obviously, we know about the ladies. Of course, we got ladies always do better than the guys. We get that. Right. But uh, first manager to guide both a men's and women's team, or in this case, a women's and men's team, right. to the World Cup. And, and, and by the way, I know people have said all these things about Ronaldo being the first to score at five World Cups. Mm-hmm. First guy to do it it's been done twice by the ladies marta has done it once for brazil right christine sinclair has done it for our nation quickly i know you said it's been you know a great experience they've showed that they belonged and all this other stuff right canada and qatar are the only two sides right at the event who have yet to win if canada loses to morocco coming up in a few days would you still call this a success without even winning a game? Yes, we finally got that first goal at a World Cup, but would you still consider it a success yes. if they go 0 for 3? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. I'm saying to you that Canada's already won. Canada's already won knowing that they should have beaten Belgium, and Canada's already won knowing that they, 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 they came out firing on all cylinders to a team that it probably was never going to beat in the first place in Croatia. I'm saying to you that they, so, so they, are, they have already won, but I'm saying to you now, there's a level of comfort and a level of confidence within themselves as a team and with their leaders that they now want to win. They want to prove themselves to themselves that they belong there. So I'm looking forward to the next game, and I think Canada will win that. Only reason why I agree with you is because I think Canadians put the bar too high. They expected too much out of this team. What do you They're mean? They're ranked 41st in the world. Morocco's ranked in the low 30s. Uh, Croatia, I think, is ranked 12th in the world. Belgium ranked second. It was a tough group. It was a tough group. If, if they were to have drawn in another group, I think they would have had more success. So I, I agree with you saying that, yes, Canada, you know, the, de- the defeats obviously are not great but the matches were better than it would appear to be on paper. I'm just saying to you that that you have to you have to you have to see where your small victories are. Right. And as, and as an athlete and that has been at the very top of the food chain, you have to prepare these kids to be future champions and future leaders. And 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 I'm saying to you on 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 the trajectory where they're going and where John's taking them and the coaches and so forth. Um they are preparing uh, young kids with their eyeballs on the television watching Canada play uh, for greater days to come uh, in the Canadian soccer program. All right. Well, you've said as an athlete, top of the food chain, we're talking football. This is a beautiful segue. Is it? Beautiful segue. <laughs> beautiful segue to our guest on this edition of Donovan Bailey running, running things. He is a champion. 
He is uh, a guy that's done something only one other player has done. That's been Canadian, actually, too. And, and that's get the double. Most outstanding Canadian, as well as the Grey Cup MVP. For the first time on Donovan Bailey running things, we bring in a man named Enoch Mwamba. And uh, congratulations, fam. Um, great to have you here on the program. Let's begin by asking you the, the obvious first question. You know, how does it feel? It's been nine days now since that championship moment. You are a Grey Cup hero. Man, man, man. Thank you, Donovan. Thank you, Jason, for having me on, man. But uh, how does it feel? I, I'm still trying to figure everything out, to be honest with you uh, guys. Um, uh, it's still surreal to me. You know, um, it's, it's been uh, an amazing, amazing nine days. So you say, I don't even have been counting the base anymore, but, um, you know, it's been amazing. Uh, just still trying to soak everything in and, and, uh, you know, continuing to kind of, uh, just relish in the moment and, uh, enjoying the moment, to be honest with you. It's been amazing. Oh, and you've been through so much in your, uh, illustrious career, both sides of the border, NFL, CFL. And to get to the summit, I mean, and the way you did it, because I know you're going to look back, and if you're like me, I know you probably, you know, enjoyed that night, but still thinking about the, the pick that could have been. You ended up getting one after that. So all is good, but not only do you win, but to get both trophies like that and, and to see the raw emotion, you know, you with your little girl up there, man, I mean, that's something not even Hollywood could have scripted. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. If I, if I was the master of the show and, and I ran things like Donovan, and I wrote <laughs> and I wrote my own story. I promise you, it would not have been this way. I mean, I've been playing for eleven years, Jason. You know this, and oh, yeah. uh, you know I, I definitely would have wanted to get this cup way earlier. I would have wrote it up so that I, I you know, I, I won it way earlier. But um, I couldn't have asked for a better way to get it. You know, I, and I think I don't know um, the way the game went. You know, the type of game that we had, um, the ups, the downs. You know, the the back and forth, the the lead changes. Is one of the most exciting great cups I've ever been a part of. I've ever, I've ever seen, and so in eleven years, for me to finally reach the pinnacle, uh, and having gone through, I've gone through, switched teams and and played on different teams, and 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 you know, in the in the world of sport or, or sports, getting released in one place, or telling you, or being told that hey, uh, we don't know if you still got it, or we don't know if <laughs> you know, um, we kind of want to change directions, but. You know, to get it the way that I did, and and having it, having done it at home with the home team, um, man, look, I couldn't have written it any better than than the way that it actually happened. Yeah, we should talk about that because you are a homegrown product. We talk about you know you being Canadian, but you know, I back in the day, Father Gates Gators uh, at high school in Mississauga, okay. and now you're playing <laughs> for the Toronto Argonauts. I mean. Again, I mean, this is stuff young kids dream of, but for you, it's actually come to fruition. Absolutely, man. JP, look, so we've talked about this before. Yeah, you know, I went to Father Michael Gates, but the funny thing is, the funny thing is, when I was at Gates, football was the last thing on my mind. I used to be a basketball player. You know, you asked me when I was at Gates, hey, Enoch. You know, we, we all were, Enoch. We all were. <laughs> no, DB, I'm serious, DB, man. Hey, you don't want to see me on the court now. but uh, Jason, you know. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm the same way, dude. I mean, it, don't oh, even talk to me about track. Man. I want to play ball. All right. <laughs> well, you guys can have your own damn conversation. Me being vertically challenged like I am, 
<laughs> you guys go on with this basketball chatter. No, but that's but, interesting, but what though. DB say, what DB is saying is right. Like, you go in the yeah. football locker room, and I've been on multiple in Canada or in the U.S., yeah. everybody's a basketball player. And yeah. we always talk, hey, once the season's over, give me a couple of weeks, me and you, let's get on the court. Yeah. You know, we always have our own stories. Everybody's played at, you know, high levels, AAU and what you you name it. Uh, funny story, I used to play on the on the AAU team with Tristan Thompson, who was younger than me. Very right. good. So, so you um, were good. Yeah, I, you know, I was decent. I had the game. <laughs> You're you know good enough. You're good though? enough. I, I, right. was, I was pretty good, Donovan. Oh, and so, like, a lot man. of my guys, so, so you know, basketball is in my, you know, my, my, back in the, in the rearview mirror now. Mm. I don't play it as much as I used to. But, you know, my football friends at the pro level, they don't know me as a basketball guy. So whenever I say, hey, look, basketball this, like they say, you know, but you're way too big for all right. that. I go, listen, guys, I didn't come out the womb this big. <laughs> so, um, you know, we talk about it in that sense. But, uh, yeah, so Father Michael Gates, I did not like football one bit. It was right. actually my, uh, you know, basketball coach uh, who also coached in football at, the, uh, at my high school. Um, you know, a few of them who I trusted, I loved, you know, the whole that department, you know, I was really close with, uh, played almost every sport, you know, ran a little bit of track and I won't claim I was like, I was good in it's track. It's all good, like man. It's all good. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, we did, I did everything. So I was, my point is I was really close to those guys. And, um, for me to have even stepped on the football field as a basketball guys, if anybody knows anything about basketball guys, we hate contact, you know, we hate, you know, being too physical and whatnot. And the worst thing that I could have done was you know, get hurt, injured in football and miss my basketball season because it starts, the school year starts with football and then basketball. And so, right. uh, and I followed Michael Gates. I did not like football at all. And to be honest with you guys, I only started liking football. It was, a, it was in my second year of university. Yeah. And so, you know, that's when it, I really started to, to love the game and I was willing to work at it and, and, and do the work that's necessary to, to kind of reach that next level. But, um, you know, thank God it, it worked out perfectly. Uh, like I mentioned, he was my uh, high school basketball coach and uh, football coach in high school who knew me very well, knew my family very well, who, you know, he got a promotion at St. Uh, Francis Xavier, which is my university out in Eastern Canada. And, uh, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I'm coming back for you next year. I still have one more year, year left in high school. And sure enough, graduated high school. He came back. You got to come out here and uh, went out for a visit. And I was stuck. And like I said, my second year on, you know, it's been it's been a dream come true. So, well, you know what? What that's awesome, man. I mean, so yeah. th- th- obviously, football is your calling. So, let me ask you a question. Um, yes, sir. I know that um, you know success is the greatest revenge um, for the naysayers and the haters uh, and the people who Ooh. thought that you couldn't do it. Um, do is there any? I mean, you don't need to call any names. Is there any p- any person? <laughs> no, for real. If there is there any person or a program that that felt that you were done uh that still secretly motivates you listen i'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you that list has gotten larger and larger as my <laughs> career has progressed you know and um you know at this at this level at the highest of the levels you sometimes you gotta find ways to motivate yourself amen just that one thing and it, and it doesn't yeah. have to be the greatest of things yeah. you know and, and and i heard you guys talking about the croatia and canada uh, and 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 Herdman's comments. To be honest, if I'm a coach on, uh, or the manager in, in Croatia, I'm seeing this. I'm using that. Absolutely, one hundred. You know, absolutely, it, it, it doesn't. Bro. It doesn't have to be 
super extremely offensive. As long as you say one thing that right. I can use and, and as a leader, right. and I can use it to, uh, to motivate my team and get them to play just an inch of a level higher than they're used to, that's all. You know, great leaders do that. Right. And so, you know, over the course of my career, um, whether it was a team that said, ah, you know what, we think you should take a, a, a pay cut. And then, you know, I've always stood my ground. And right. that's one of the reasons why I've bounced teams, not necessarily because they didn't want me, right. but they wanted to rearrange things. And Knowing your value is good to And I took that, exactly. And so I took that as a defense. And right. I always used to say, look, you're not going to tell me how much I'm worth. I am, I know what my value is. And so um, yeah, you come to me and you tell me I'm not worth what I feel like or think I'm worth. Well, now you add it to that list. And so right. I'll tell you what, DB, to answer your question straight <laughs> up, that list is pretty long. Pretty, pretty long, man. I love it, though. I mean, it, it, for me, that... Um that's a champion mindset. I mean, when, when Jason, and I, when we started the show and we're talking about, uh, you know, like Herdman and the comments and preparing these kids, uh, you're in a position right now where, you know, you've probably seen this and your job as a leader on the field and probably, you know, as a father figure and a coach or whatever, <clears throat> a lot of people are looking for you to actually be that guy, to be that guy who's saying, Hey, listen, I've been here before. This is crazy. See the team across there. Yeah, I, I don't know what words you'll use. <laughs> we, we can come up with many words, but, but, but coming up and using the motivation to get kids um, to get on the stage and feel comfortable on the stage. I mean, uh, you know, there's, there's not, a lot of, not a lot of football players uh, that's going to make it their great cup. Then there's not a lot of football players going to make their great cup and then become a star and shine. You know, so hey, dude, man, listen, congratulations! I think that's I think that you've great job, you've great work. Looking forward to you know when when I guess when you're all hanging out, I can pop in there, yeah, and see what's up <laughs> from one champ Absolutely, to another, man. right? From one, one champ to another, Absolutely. Absolutely. Before we let you go, uh, just quickly, what do you do for an encore? I mean, next season, I guess win another one would be sweet, but you know, I mean, yeah, what do you do now? Looking uh, forward to 2023. Yeah, man, looking forward to it. You know, I got a bunch of options in front of me on the table right now, and and, and the idea is to kind of, uh, you know, explore all of them. You okay. know, and and I've Smart. been around, you know around at this level for a while now, but uh, you know, I'm about to get on the phone. I actually saw right before we called you called me uh, DP. Uh, sorry, Jason. Uh, I'm missing <laughs> right. from pinball. So, <laughs> so you know, I got some conversations to be had, and yeah. And, uh, you know, just got to figure out. But to be honest with you right now, the biggest thing that's most important is to just soak it all up, you know, enjoy the moment. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it, like I said, it's been surreal. And I'm just trying to enjoy it as much as I can with, uh, you know, my loved one. Well, I will say this. Price tags change, right? You know, you go to get something and, and <laughs> of you go back and, and like a couple months ago, you're like, damn, I should have got it then. That's right. Your <laughs> price tag now has Absolutely. changed after being a double yeah. champion. I appreciate you being on the show. All the best and, and we'll keep in touch. Absolutely. Thank you, DB. Thank you, Jason. For All right, me. man. Take care. All right. All right. Thank there you. he is. Enoch Mwamba joining us here on the program. And what a cool story. You know, this is a guy of African descent. Yes, he was born here, but you know what it's like when you're, you know, from another country and you, you get to a new place. At least you had a chance to to do some running, 
back in your day. Right. Right. I mean, before, you know, he got here, I mean, football, <clears throat> something he probably didn't even consider, I mean, in terms of his, his family upbringing, but being born here, that helped. But what, what a great story. Well, I mean, uh, uh, you know, obviously uh, this, this is what happens, uh, you know, when, when they say Canada is the greatest melting pot in the world. I mm-hmm. mean, wherever you come from, you come here, you, you adopt to what it, what it is that's going on around you. Um, and, you know, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge supporter of every child playing every sport, at least try it. Um, you know, you'll see if you like it, you'll see if you don't. I mean, Enoch said he's a basketball guy. I'm, I'm still a basketball guy. I still, <laughs> every Monday night people I play. But I'm just saying to you that. And, and you, you see. Can, can we get an update yeah. on the knee? The knee, the knee's rolling along, man. Actually, I'm, sorry, I'm no, no, no. I meant lower body injury. We yeah, can't yeah, say where knee. it is. It's knee. We don't want them targeting. That well, you're, you're, you already said it. It's <laughs> all right. It's the knee. Blew up his stuff, yeah. <laughs> it's the knee. My, no, my knee's back. Okay, uh, I'll be back playing next week, Monday. But yeah, you know what? I, I think it. I think it's amazing. It's amazing to you know to 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 come to this country and adopt to what it is that you need to do. Integrate yourself into all, whether it's you know playing hockey, baseball, basketball, football, um, any of the other individual sports. Um, you know, I, again, very necessary because you you'll see incredible success story like Enoch, and oh. uh, and and um, and not only that, he's a good dude. From what from what you're telling me, hell of a man, hell right. of a man, and, and you, African descent. You think of football, it's not that type. We're, we're talking, you know, the football right. that we're seeing. The, the football with the foot. Yeah, you see Senegal playing. You see Cameroon. Yeah, uh, you see France with all the Cameroons and Senegalese players. There you go. He's Congolese. So yeah, that was that was great stuff there. And uh, he is a champion, and we had him here right uh, on this program, running things with Donovan Bailey. All right, time now to run that anchor leg. Let's go. A cleaning stream to Donovan Bailey is pouring it on. So we're not quite inside that knockout stage at the World Cup. So I'm not going to put the pressure on you yet. Right. Let's see who gets into that into that uh, that stage before we get all excited. Last 16, I do believe we, we like to call it. But anyways, what I do want to know from you is Will Smith has Emancipation coming out December 9th, I do believe. So right. 10 days from now. Mm-hmm. If you're scoring at home, and you should be 10, 11 days. Anyways, he's getting a lot of you know flack for the, for the slap, and he's expecting a lot of people to boycott his movie. Right? Would you uh, maybe push back the date, or no? Just do your thing, and if they come, they come. Uh, Will's got to do what he's got to do. Okay. Uh, Will's got to do what he's got to do. Uh, I mean, he's an actor. This is what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a pretty. Se- I mean, from what I, I I saw a trailer of the movie. I mean, it's it's. It's pretty serious. Um, you know, it's pretty serious. I also saw uh, him uh, on his appearance on The Daily Show uh, with Trevor Noah. And uh, yeah, he, you know what, he's clearly hurting still. I kind of feel that even during an interview, uh, he teared up, you know, probably during the entire interview. Um but yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go support him, man. Uh, the number one thing is he's got to apologize to Chris Rock. I mean, uh, it's clear that that Will is going through some stuff, and 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 he shouldn't he shouldn't definitely have invited uh, Chris and in, uh, drag Chris into his drama. And uh, you know, hey, listen, I'm gonna be a supporter. These are both successful black men, and I'm gonna be supporting him, right. no matter what. Telephone. Yes, we're on the air live. People want to know if we're on the air live. And uh, yes, we are. Anyways, he's going to answer that. I'm going to chime in quickly in terms of my opinion. This is not a comedy. This is what they're, you know, categorizing as a thriller slash action film. It's about a slave who, you know, was in the swamplands back in Louisiana and was lucky to escape 
Oh, you know, and uh, nearly was killed on the plantation, right? So this is about a runaway slave. So this is a serious thing, obviously, dealing with stuff that um, uh, took part, obviously, in the past. And, um, yeah, uh, I hear you. I hear you. I mean, this is something where, you know, Will Smith is trying to get back on track. Tiger Woods, let's go there next because golf is just not the same without Tiger, right? And Tiger has recently come out saying, you know, he's not going to play in the hero challenge and the hero world challenge in the bahamas is something that you know tiger's been a part of and um but he said no it's i think it's plantar fasciitis the foot's bothering him well i've i've had jason here's the thing i've had plantar fasciitis okay and and believe me man it is you can't walk like well one he he, like he he doesn't have the the casey martin thing where he can he can you know get a cart and he wouldn't want to do that anyways and uh plantar fasciitis i mean it's it's inflammation um, it's inflammation, uh, like at the end of the tendon on the ball of your feet. That's where I had mine. Right. And it's really, really hard. I mean, and I can't imagine that he will be able to, uh, like swing and, and put any amount of weight on that uh, at all. So I'm hoping that he, you know, listen, this he's, I know that he's got some incredible people. I know some of those people that treat him. Uh, so hopefully he'll get that he'll get that done and and he'll be able to compete um, next week or two weeks from now. Yeah, December tenth actually. Right. So next week he's supposed to still, you know, uh, play in the the match. Right. Him and Rory against Justin Spieth and Justin Thomas. So uh, Jordan right. Spieth, not Justin. So yeah, hopefully he's okay and he's back because yeah, it's just not the same without him. Uh, did you know Canada won the Davis Cup? I did. I posted it. You did. I did. You're I'm a one of only fan, a handful of people because well, it the was World the Cup's qu- going on. exactly. So <laughs> <Sorry>. it <got laughs> overshadow. First time in 109 years, yeah. Canada wins the Davis Cup. We're all talking about Davies and not mm. Davis, but right. yeah, we won the cup. So congratulations to our our Canadian tennis players. I mean, yeah, this is amazing sure. stuff. We got well, again. We still got. We're talking about mindset and leadership, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that we have some incredible tennis players. We got some young, incredible tennis players, and I'm saying to you that the mindset of these kids is that they're not afraid of anybody, and that is why we're making history. That's why we're making history on the pitch. That's why we made history on the track. That's why we're making history on the pitch and and on the tennis court also. So I, I mean, congratulations. Speaking of history, might be the first time ever since you and I have done this show that the Oakland Raiders. Oh, yeah, I call them Oakland. I haven't called them Las Vegas. The Oakland Raiders. Don't be messing with me, man. Have won back-to-back games. Yeah. They have done so. Right. In thrilling fashion, they go to overtime and beat the, uh, the Denver Broncos. And then they go to overtime and get like an 86-yard run from Jacobs, and they win in Seattle. Your team is hot. Yes. And you're yes. wearing your black and gray. I'm wearing my black and gray, my OVO black and gray. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's still kind of Raiderish. Now, this is my Canadian Raider is, uh, is my OVO uniform. They won yeah, two in a row. That's listen, big news. The, the Raiders, I've said to you all along, we, we have lost four games, three games. Um, three that games. Were close. W- yeah. With, it was a one score game. Right. I mean, I, I didn't want to tell Enoch, by the way, that I got drafted uh, to play football, but never, ever played one game of football in my Who life. Who drafted you? Uh, the Oakland Raiders and the BC Lions. Really? Yes. My 378 in the 40 still stands, by the way, for those wow. of you, for those of you See, actually want to do a real speed. When you think you know it, brother, he pops off some there, news like this. There you like, go. No there, idea. There you go. Well, you made the right choice, by the way. Uh, well, I was not like, as Enoch was saying. Um, football was not, I, I couldn't see myself playing football. I mean, I remember in high school, I'd watch my brother uh, play 
And and my brother was an amazing football player. O'Neal was an amazing football player. And our team, Kunizuth Park, was probably one of the best, some of the best football players. In, we, and most of those guys went away uh, to the U.S. to play. But I'm telling you, man, Jason, I remember the very first game I went to go watch, and I was standing in a puddle of water, and that water became ice. And I'm like, I am not out here playing in this cold weather when I can play basketball inside. <laughs> and plus, not only that, um, I'm playing a sport where someone's trying to get the ball from me and he's going to hit me. So I'll just, yeah, God, just give him the ball. You know, so I, I just, I didn't have any interest in it, but I love watching the game though. I think it's amazing. Toronto Raptors, let's wrap there. I mean, through a <clears throat> plethora of injuries. Don't, don't look it up. It just means a lot. Right. Those of you, I'm not trying to, you know. Anyways, <laughs> a new lie. word. I wasn't talking to you. I mean, our listeners out there. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, a lot of injuries. They somehow continue to, you know, just find ways to be competitive. Most recently able to win against Cleveland, who's a decent basketball team. So Raptors are, you know, quietly going about their way and just kind of staying in the course. Listen, Nick and Messiah has always put together a good product. That's I've always been a supporter of both of those men as leaders. And even when you're you're thinking and you're saying that the Raptors in a rebuilding year, they always they always afford to put together incredible Young, hungry talent, and uh, you know it, it's showing now with all the injuries, and also with Cleveland playing great ball after Mitchell went from Utah, and and went to went to Cavs. Man, uh, they've been playing real. But they're actually one of the up and coming teams, mm-hmm. or we'll say, uh, in the NBA, or one of the hottest teams in the NBA. And for the Raptors to handle them the way they did, man, congrats. That's awesome. All right. That is it for another edition of Donovan Bailey running things. Jason Portwondo, as always, thanking you for the company, asking that you continue to like, share, subscribe, follow, download, be a part of this podcast. DB? Stay safe and see you next week.